Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host Trevor. Yo, in this episode, we are going to talk about Invincible, a new series by Amazon. And also, we're going to talk about the movie Max Payne. We're going to revisit this movie, and we're going to give our opinions about this movie. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. One of the best podcasts out there in the world. I just in my opinion. Anyway, with my co-host Trevor. Yo. Hey, what up, Trevor? What up? Yo, man. Um, it's been one interesting week. This past week or so. Has it? Has it? It's really been one interesting week. You know, a couple of cartoons, a couple of um, Disney Plus shows, and. You know, our god off a movie. We're going about the review in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> god. Uh, oh my god. I'd say I have no words, but I have a lot of words. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so in this podcast, man, we're going to talk about. We got two topics. Our first topic is going to be Invincible, and our next topic is going to be um, a movie called Max Payne, which is based off the video game of the name Max Payne. So first thing first. We are going to talk about Invincible. We're not going to do any spoilers. We're just going to give our opinion on it. You know, we're going to do that probably at the end of the season, give a whole wrap-up of Invincible. Because, you know, and I think y'all probably enjoy it better that way. We do the whole wrap-it-up wrap it up and everything. So, anyway, Trevor. Yep. You caught up on Invincible? I am. All right, cool. So, let me give you a – we're going to give you a quick summary of Invincible. It's based off of um, – it's an image – comic book is created by the man who created Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman, mm -hmm. and it's drawn by Ryan Otley. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that right. Yeah, the book is. So, um, and it's and it's 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 at first I didn't I I didn't want to read it, but then people say, "Oh, this is a good book. Read it and read it and everything." So they announced uh, they're going to do a TV series, and the TV series actually is an animated series. It's not a live action. No, no, not anybody's real in it. It's just animation, right? Which I think was a best move for Amazon to do to make it an animation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you think think it's a better? They did it better that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think a lot of the things you see, I mean, it would, it's a lot more. Uh, special effects and things like that than, say, The Boys. Right. But it has a similar level of violence as The Boys. So in yeah. some ways, it would be a little bit of a copycat, but at the same time, it would also be really expensive. Right. I mean, because we're talking aliens and things and like that. Flying in the air and stuff right, like or, that. Know, yeah. Coming in through those wormholes and stuff. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's a little bit more... So I think it works better as uh, animation. an animation. So it comes across as like the comic book on screen. Right, yeah. I mean, they try to, the, the way it was drawn in the comic book, they're trying to make it so, so similar in the animation. It's, yeah, it's, very, it's pretty close. Very similar, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. So, yeah, and um, the voice actors, uh, we got, what was the name? Well, yeah, I mean, it's got an all-star cast doing all these voices. Glenn from Walking Dead. Right, Steve Ewan. Um, who you played Glenn on The Walking Dead? He He's, voices Mark, uh, Mark, or Invincible is his code name. So right, the, and, the main character. And we got um, Adam Eve, which is another um, character, is voiced by um, Gillian, Gillian Gillian Jacobs, Jacobs yeah, from, from the community. community. Yeah, right. And we got J.K. Simmons, 
who plays Omni Man, which is Mark's dad. Mark's dad, who's you yeah, know. he's kind of like the Superman the of Superman. The, this universe. Yeah, yeah and uh, he does many things. You know, heard the name. <laughs> so just recently, he was on the last Spider Man movie. He was um, Simmons. Oh well, yeah, he, not he, Simmons. I mean, he was playing. No, Jones, yeah, Jones, his own name. Yeah. JJ, J, J Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah, he played that, and he played him in the Sam Raimi version. That's as well. right. Also, he's played Commissioner Gordon in Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, yeah, he got comic book cred. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I, and I mean, he was Cave Johnson in Portal. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I didn't. I never played Portal. Yeah, man. in uh, I don't think he's in Portal One. I just in Portal Two. But yeah, he's Cave Johnson. Right. Yo. So yeah, man. And uh, Robert Kirkman went to um, the Walking Dead um, people once again. You know, there was a bunch of other characters in there that was from the Walking Dead alum. Not me alum. Yeah, yeah not so much with a lot of the main recurring cast, no. but there are several cameos. I'm not going to tell you who they are. Right. Um, but yeah, several of the. Um, Characters in the first episode, at least, yeah, are done by a lot of Walking Dead um, from season actors. one through maybe, well, maybe five. Most of them. So you got mm-hmm. Lauren Cohan. You got a uh, I can't pronounce his name, dude. He was um, Lenny Lenny uh, James. Is that his name? I think the guy who was the guy who voices the Red Skull in Endgame and Infinity War. Oh, him? Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce his I name, man. I can't remember his name now, but yeah, he was the he was the Red Skull in that, and he did some more voices too. Also, man, in mm-hmm. all the other episodes, he's very talented. Right. Actually, I, I did pull up the cast list specifically oh, you did? for this reason, but yeah. yeah it, it, so, I mean, you got a couple of those. Cause, come on, man, Robin Kirkman actually did The Walking Dead, so why not have some of the cast members that was on your sh- on your show come on another show and do voice acting? Right, exactly. You know? Yeah, so that was but pretty yeah, you smart. Got Sonequa Martin Green, yeah, <laughs> Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't on Walking Dead, but right, but, but, but he is, yeah. isn't it? But what? Well, you know what? He's the principal, principal at the school, school that's called Reginald <laughs> Vell Johnson High School. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. Lenny James is in it. Yeah, um, Ezra Miller is there. Jamal oh, Ponsu, right. Jonathan Groff, <laughs> Michael Cudlitz. Man, it's plenty yeah. of people. Chad L. Coleman. Yeah, Lauren Cohan. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's even John Hamm in a little cameo role. Yeah, he's actually in two episodes. Ross Marcand is the guy. We were ah, that's about. his name. Yeah. Right, right, right. Damn. Yeah, so there's a lot of people, man, that people you will recognize. Walton Goggins, you know, he was in Justified. Walton Goggins. Goggins, yeah. yeah. You know, he was in Django and Jane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, man, so it's an all star cast once you look at it, man. It's like. You got regulars who are our voice actors and they're in the regular job. Then you yeah. got people from other shows, and you know, yeah. it's it's pretty good. Then man. they got my boy Jason Manzukis. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> so that's the funny thing is okay. Jason Manzukis plays a character named Rexplode. So he's basically like the douche tastic, you know, boyfriend of Adam oh, Eve. Eve. Yeah. So you know the guy you're like, why is she with this guy? Right. So that's who he is. So at first I was kind of like, before I recognized the voice, I was like, oh man, this guy's a douche. I called and then I was you. Like, Wait a minute, I had already discovered it before, but I was like, wait a minute, that's Jason Manzoukas. Now I don't know whether to hate him or not. <laughs> Shit, man. Michael Dorn is going to be in Man. Michael Dorn's in it. Oh, Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill is in, in it. it. Like, yeah. God. I mean, it's like, a, yeah, it's a pretty star stuff. Clancy Brown, he does many Clancy voice Brown, yep. Jesus. Yo, man, I was looking at this whole lineup, brother. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great cast. Sandra Oh is, is Mark's mother. Um but yeah, it's great cast. The the um, 
the animation is is great it's very close to, as we said to the comic book you know and the story is pretty cool yes. and intriguing you know it's okay. definitely very violent and kind of uh, you know crazy it, it's like borderline not quite as far as frisky dingo in terms of like craziness <laughs> factor. right but it's you know dude if you read it the has book, it has a frisky dingo feel to it a bit if you read the book man you're like oh damn this is yeah. but the thing is though with this whole series is that there's violence, but it's not the violent. It's not the boy type of violence because the boy's right. violence it's, is grotesque. Right, it's not violence for the we'll sake of violence. violence. It's like yeah, sometimes when they get into little skirmishes, there's some pretty violent oh, stuff, mess. and you know, there's definitely a violent body, scene. Body parts, flying. you know, yeah, specifically <laughs> in the first episode. You know, we won't spoil you as to what that is. Yeah, but, you know, so be prepared that it's going to get squeamish. Yes, you know, it is. But, Yes, it is. But yeah, it's not like gratuitous to the point where you're like, this is just gore. It's yeah, it's just not like gore fest, you know. It's not that at all. Like you said, the violence, the violence is um goes with the story. It's there. It's not there for the shock value. It's just there for the storytelling. You know, it's just not ah, oh, your head is what none of that. It's just there, right? It's, for that for that moment for like, that scene, to yeah, push it, the story forward. Well, both to push the story forward and just kind of to. I guess accentuate the you know the brutality. Yes, really. It's but yeah, it's. I mean, it's a little excessive, but it's not excessive in a way that it's like we're doing this so that you can jerk off, you know, to this murder porn. <laughs> like Homelander, <laughs> right? You know, it's it's not it's not like the you know oh gratuitous gore and like you know guts flying everywhere and you know it's it's really just when they're trying to punctuate, right. you know that this was violent. You should be shocked, you right? Know, that. You'll see it. Speaking of Homelander, someone put online said, "Is Homelander stronger than Omni Man?" Oh no, who's the worst, Omni Man or Homelander? I said Homelander's is worse. Right. He's a psychopath. Right. He's just uh, he's a nice narcissist psychopath, but Omni Man is different. But we ain't gonna get in that that whole situation with that. We'll we'll tell that when this whole season over. Right. But yeah, man. So I like so far it's been at four episodes of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're halfway through. It's eight. each episode is about forty five minutes. There's I was be, shocked. There's gonna that. be eight in total. So I was really shocked how they did that because it, it was like the first episode is like this. It was going on then. He finally said his he about to say his name. Then they cut to. Well, they do that. In, I don't know if you've noticed that in every episode. Yeah. As yeah. soon as he goes to introduce Introduces himself, him. he's like, hi, my, my name, name is. And then it cuts to like the screen that says invincible and splatter. Yes. And then, yeah, the blood splatter. So you never actually hear him say it no. at that point. They just throw That's when they decide to throw off the title and screen. The, 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 but since he comes up with his name so late in the episode, it's at like the 40 minute mark or right. something where it's suddenly like up oh, title screen. Yeah, man. It was. It was and it, then it continues for another, yeah, five to 10, 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So it feels a little weird because it feels like it continued on to the next episode. It almost feels like it is the next episode, but it's, it's not. not. Yeah. It's just the continuation, but the title card came so late that it's, yeah. <laughs> I think that's very, very um, smart. I mean, that's different, but I, right. I, I don't mind that at all. I it's, think it's creative. It's, it's yeah. very creative. So, yeah. So, guys, um, if you have not um, seen Invincible, if you have Amazon Prime, Check it out. We recommend it. I mean, you like your superheroes, a different twist on um, superheroes, you know. But one thing is about Mark and his journey. Yeah, yeah. That's I what mean, it is. yeah. For primarily, it's yeah, it's about Mark um, discovering, you know, that he's he suddenly gets his powers. He's now um, he's now grown into his powers, right. and so now he's got to learn to use them. And you know, uh, I guess as he goes along, he's got to. We haven't seen too much of him battling with what's right and what's wrong, right. but you know that's going to kind of become come into play, right. and you know, but just kind of 
with the extent of his powers and, you know, trying to lead a life in high school and keep it under wraps and, you know, that, that whole deal that comes with, you know, being a superhero is that's what we're going to see through yeah. the course of this series. Yeah. It's been something like Spider-Man, Peter Parker, learning his powers. Right. Yeah. Similar to that um, situation with him. So yeah, guys, so if you know, go check it out. It's by Robert Kirkman, maker of Walking Dead. So Invincible, Amazon Prime. So check it out. So, the main event. <laughs> the main event. Yo, we are going to talk about Max Payne. This is a video game that was made out of a movie of the same name, Max Payne. See how I say that? You need to rhyme a little bit. <laughs> it's funny. Sure, you rhymed Max Payne with Max Payne, but okay. Max Payne, name and Max Payne. Ah, oh, oh, see, you didn't get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not Video going. game, of the, that's, that's his the name. name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you know Look how at you. You're like yeah. a poet. Man. You're like a freestyle rapper, yo. No, yo, man, no, no. <laughs> No, I suck. Yo, I tried to rap one time. It came out terrible. Yeah, Yeah. rapping is not as easy. It it is not, man. It is not. It's really, yeah. It's really a bit of a skill. It really is, man. Especially if you're gonna free flow and kind of make the lyrics up as you go along. But I mean, just get the rhythm of of the words is you know it's a lot trickier than you'd think. Dude, I give dudes credit who can freestyle. Off the off the top, off the top of their head, yeah, yeah. top of their head. It is that's, impressive. That's impressive. I can't do it. Some like to write it. Some like to freestyle. But I, I don't forget who it was. I think it was Amigos. I'm like, no, we don't write our stuff. We just say top of our head. I said, okay. So if you don't write it, man, if you on concert, can you remember most of that shit? Really? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, this movie is. Um, it was. I don't know who who the studio made it. You know. I don't forget what studio it was. Uh, 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 you keep talking, I'll look uh, it up. Yeah. Real quick. So anyway, um, this is it was it stars Mac, not Mac Payne. It stars, it was, yeah, um, it stars Max, Max Payne. Payne. Yeah, Max Payne. <laughs> Max it was Payne amazing is, how they were actually able to get uh, Max Payne from, from the video, video game, game to be in his own movie. <laughs> so it's played by Mark Wahlberg, um, the main character Max Payne, and um, he's playing as a cop, also in the video game and in the movie. Now, I think Trevor picked out this next movie. Did you, Trevor? I think you did. Well, you had mentioned that it finally came available on Amazon, Amazon. Prime, so I was yeah. like, well, why don't we watch that one next? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Oh, my God. I mean... I mean, partly partly the reason why I was like, okay, yeah, let's, uh, let's watch this one is because I think back when I was going to... When I went to Japan in, like, 2009, I think this movie was on the airplane. And I didn't watch it, but my cousin sitting next to me was watching it. So I kind of saw bits and pieces of it without any of the sound. And I remember it mostly looked like a pretty terrible movie. (laughs) But the scenes with, like, the Valkyries and the demons, that looked pretty cool. Yeah. But we'll get into that a little (laughs) bit more. But so I was like, yeah, let's check that out. I want to see how it all works, you know... As a sum total of a movie. Yeah, so you know what the studio did? Um, I uh, can't. Was it Paramount? Based on it. It wasn't Paramount, was it? Distributed by 20th Century Fox. Uh Oh. Right. And that came out October 17th, 2008. Disney owned it now. Yeah. So it, the budget was $35 million, yeah. And surprisingly, the box office it was $85.8 million. So yeah. it actually made money. It did. Yeah, it was a hit. It made $40 million yeah. here. A worldwide eighty-seven million, right? So, but the Rotten Tomato gave it sixty. Right. I mean, it was a critical Whoa. flop, you know, and so they didn't make any sequels or anything. <laughs> I mean, you can tell by the end that they planned on, you know, a possibility of a sequel, but but you know, it made it made it money. That's it, a crazy, it made crazy its money, but people hated it so it's much, fun, yeah. including the video game creators, that you know, I think they were like, mm, we're not going to move forward with a sequel. No man. So. 
because I think they got as much bang for their buck as they were going to get with the first movie and realized that people hated it so much. They weren't going to get very many people going to see the sequel. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, man, it didn't. So, I mean, like I said, I, I played the game, not all the entire game. I think I played just a little bit of it. And I think with the game, you had this system called the bullet time. Now, people familiar with the bullet time. Right. So it was one of the first, first games that actually utilized the bullet time system yeah. in a video game. Right. The slow motion of everything. It's a decision you got to make. Everything is slow down. Right. I mean, you can basically slow down while you're in action and, you know, you can kind of aim better yeah. because you have time to actually target. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it used a lot of that, uh, that effect, which we've now seen in like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I'm saying I'm the other know, games too. A whole bunch of other games since. It's easier. I mean, yeah, you get the, the targets. Yeah, I mean, it makes it easier to like aim at the target, and it's it's a pretty cool effect to watch it all happen in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was one of the first to utilize that. But the storyboarding of it too was that the the cutscenes in between, like the action, was very much like a comic. It's like it had oh, it was right. So you'd see like the comic page, and then it would have you know. It would, it would focus on one panel and then you'd see like some of the action. Then it would go to the next panel and then it would kind of move and then go to the next one. So That's it was, right. yeah, it was a very, very styled like a comic book, like a noir comic book. I actually did two games, I believe. It was, there were like it was, three. Was it three? There's at least three. Wow. Yeah, they couldn't redo them. <laughs> it was no sequels. Damn, 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 damn. So I was actually reading the. See, I haven't played. I didn't play Max Payne. Yeah. I had it, but I never got around to playing it. My brother did play it though, uh, so I saw little bits and pieces. Um, but uh, the uh, I was reading the synopsis, and surprisingly, when you first start reading it, you're like, "Oh wow, all these characters are in this movie," and it's kind of similar. But then it really goes off on a tangent <laughs> about halfway through, and it, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it gets really different. But I was kind of like, oh, so BB is in this movie, and oh, Mona oh, is in the game. Right. Mona, you know, it's like all these characters actually were in the game. They Even just... in the Ludacris character was in the game. What Ludacris character was in the game? He might not have been. Okay. What's actually funny is in the original script, I saw a little trivia bit that yeah. said they originally were looking for a sixty-year-old white man. <laughs> as that was the role oh my god <laughs> but yeah then they they decide for some reason they decided to call ludicrous <laughs> wow yeah, and to his credit he has been in some movies prior to that so yeah yeah, yeah you know he, he gotten better a little bit better over the years i mean come on so yeah man um i know you got a lot of things to talk about in, in this movie <laughs> you got more than i do yes i made a lot of notes a lot of notes and everything like that i made some notes too and i say this movie was out of the four movies we already have graded on, yeah, we've done this will be the fourth one. Fourth one. Yes, this is our this fourth. fourth one. So this is a dud. This is, but not as big prob- of a dud. It's probably still better than Double Dragon. Hell yeah! Uh, what have we done? We did Double Dragon. Doom. We did and Doom. Yeah, and Sonic. Yeah, Doom was probably a little bit better than this one. But yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, and then of is course it, Sonic was way the better than all yeah. the other three that we talking about. Right. But this is our fourth one we talking about and. Like I said, it's 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 a dud, but it, like you said, it's better than Double Dragon. Way far better than Double Dragon. But it's what you know, yo, man, and I had issues. Don't get me wrong. The action wasn't bad. The, it, the action picked up to the end of the movie. Right. The action's not terrible. Terrible. It's not terrible. The action's not terrible. But it was a scene I had questions about. When he had that shotgun, when he leaned backwards. 
don't know. Okay, we're going straight to the We're going bullet. straight to the bullet. Straight to the bullet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. the bullet time. Okay, go ahead. He is leaning backwards with a double pump shotgun. No. Yeah, he had a, yeah, it was a, yeah, uh-huh. a double pump shotgun, right? And this guy is shooting him with a scope. He got a scope on him. He's not even, he even hit the man yet. He had a scope. How can you miss on a fucking scope, right? So Max Payne is leaning backwards. Slow motion bullet time. Right. Backwards, guys. He's leaning backwards. And he's shooting a fucking shotgun backwards, spreading bullets. That's another question. How in the hell that happened? You know well, that? Yeah, yeah, I found it funny because he's yeah he's he's kind of leaning he's, backwards and like kind of falling backwards. backwards. Yeah, because the guy is up on the rafter behind right. him. Um, so he starts shooting, but it's like he's shooting a shotgun, which would have a serious kick, a kick back, yeah, going kick. in a weird direction. So it's like, how did he not manage to like smack himself in the face with it? I don't know. But okay, it's movies. That's how these things work. <laughs> yeah. But what got me about this scene is, yeah, there's a guy up there with like a sniper rifle shooting down at him. Yeah. Um, and so he shoots a couple bullets. But this is where the, they use like this the bullet time thing. This is where they were trying to get. But it was so fucking slow. Yes. It, it wasn't just like slow motion. It was like molasses slow motion this is a really slow but not cool enough to make not it like worthwhile to not, be not like the matrix yeah it was just a still shot it yeah. wasn't like it swung around him it was it just, was really slow we just saw him sideways slowly it was falling really, backwards it was slow. and then they would skip to the guy with the rifle going <laughs> really slowly and so then eventually he shoots the guy and the guy with the rifle shoots like three or four bullets yeah. I think, in that time What's funny is if you watch it, the first one just barely misses Max, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goes in and splinters into the wall. Then, like, the next two or three hit, like, the, the drug drugs. that's on a table, like, 10 feet, 15 feet to his <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, you have a scope on a rifle. You're only, like, 15 feet away from the guy. How'd you miss that fucking battle? <laughs> now I went right into it. So, I'm, 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 let, me go, let me go back some, man. I'm, I went right into it. He's a cop. Max Payne is a cop. He he's he's he death duty now because in the past his wife was murdered. He never solved the murder. Right. Well, so it starts with him like under this freezing water, you know, like yeah. kind of drowning or whatever, and going. This is where there's a lot of dead bodies, and it looks like I'm gonna be another one of them. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. one of those movies that you know the ending, the end of the right, movie and then they do that one week later. But what's funny about that is I have a note here because <laughs> he instantly, while he's drowning, he's they start to give you clues about you know his family right. and stuff. So you see some of the flashbacks of like, you know, and he walks to like his baby's room. And I, I wrote a note here. I was like, I love how the sign on the baby's door just says baby. Oh, yeah, It's like it so fucking lazy. <laughs> it's just baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a baby. They're not right. fucking name or nothing. Just no, a baby. I don't think they ever give the baby oh, a name. God. I think we may see the baby once or twice. We've seen it once. I think yeah. during those scenes where he sees his wife, you know, when right. he's dying and she's like, not yet. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but yeah, so <laughs> that right off the bat was, a, oh was my like, god, okay. yeah. So that was so, enough. right. So then, then it gives to you know, kicks to the one week previous, and then we kind of we're in the police department. So this is where they're going to introduce us. But it's a really weird, shitty expedition ex, uh, exposition dump that they do because. Yeah. What they do is they have some guy who we don't know who the fuck he is. He's obviously some yeah, some guy who's been there for a while. Yeah, like 
uh, giving a tour to like the newbie. Yeah. You know, this guy who then we never see again. I he saw has, it. Yeah. He has no relevance to this movie, but they're talking. He's like, yeah, we're down here and this is where we have all the cold cases. And usually they just go on the desk and it's like, you that, know, that was wasted. As soon as they hit Max's desk over here, they're dead. It's a cold case. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the guy's like, you know, hey, you know, Max is just kind of sitting there you know, looking through the files and, you know, writing down and like just ignoring them and being quiet and a moody fuck. And, and uh, the guy said, you want to and get the guy's a beer? like, Hey, you want to get you a beer, beer after work or yeah. something? And he doesn't even answer him. I mean, it's like, what a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and then, a wasted opportunity. Right, and then man. he comes out and the other guy's like, man, leave Max alone. It's like, you know, it's like, what happened to the dude? And he's like, Oh, well, we don't like to talk about it, but you know, he's a, uh, his wife and child were murdered three and a half years ago. <laughs> It's like, and he's just never been the same since. So, you wouldn't be the same either, right. fool. Well, I know, but it's like, yeah, it's that type of thing. He's never been the same. So just leave him alone. Don't even mess with him. It's, it's that kind of, you know, oh, he's edgy and he's he's sullen and he's moody and it's like, yeah, but he's just kind of coming across as a prick. Dick. You yeah, know, dick, yeah. he doesn't even answer you. He doesn't even acknowledge your presence. That was a waste of opportunity when they that, for the other character. I mean, that it was just right, and that was, and then that was it. That, that was, was it. His entire point of the movie was to introduce us to max and his backstory that was it which was yeah a pretty that's a wasted script right so it wasn't it wasn't a very good so then we have then max like i guess he like looks up something and then he goes to he goes down into a, a, subway. a subway system and you see like three tweakers sitting on a bench tweakers yeah and as he passes by them like you hear his watch like tick, 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 yeah. tick, 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 and he's got like this nice watch on so of course the tweakers follow him into the bathroom because they want to steal his watch and come, he's prepared for them. But come so, to find out, the watch that he pawned, he got it back. Right. It was a yeah, tweaker did The that. tweaker had pawned it, and then he went and bought it from the pawn shop or something. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was weird. In any case, he was looking for one of the tweakers because he's um, looking for information right. about his who killed his wife. Because basically what we learned happened is that three junkies went into his house, murdered his wife and child, he killed two of them in the house, but yeah. one of them escaped okay. out the window and they've never caught the guy. They don't know who it is. Um, so he's he's trying to track down this third junkie. And so this guy is his informant. And so, yeah, he beats the crap out of the main dude who is like threatening him. And then the other guy, like well, one guy, like takes he's off and runs right, down right. the tracks. Right. And then the other guy like hides in the, uh, the bathroom the stalls. Stall. Yeah. And so then Max pulls out like. It looks like a six shooter. Dude, it's like a Magnum six shooter or something. It's like a big gun. And then he starts like shooting out the doors. And (laughs) here's what's funny. I counted. I was like, this looks like a six shooter. How many bullets are in this gun? Because he shot seven times and then still held the gun to the guy's head when he finally caught him. (laughs) Like, if you've already shot seven times and you only had six bullets, what the fuck are you threatening him with? (laughs) All you can do is pistol whip him. That's what you can do. Hit right. him with the handle. <laughs> right. So then, of course, the guy's just going on about, you know, oh, the, the demons are coming to get me, the wings, and they're flying. and the You know, so yeah. he's like, this guy is crazy. He's not going to give me anything. So the other guy who got away, he's running through the subway. Right. And he had they had taken the drug. So yeah. all of a sudden, he starts seeing, like, these shadows oh. of winged creatures flying around. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, you know. Which- a train just like rams the fuck out of him, yeah. takes him out, you know, so he didn't see it coming because he was busy tweaking. <laughs> um, yeah, really. I mean, they were swimming swim like crazy. Yeah, man. they were. So then Max goes to the party where um, where the guy who gave him the name, you know, one of his old uh, snitches, um, who, of course, is named uh, 
is named Trevor. I wrote that down. I oh, was like, damn, Trevor, you a snitch. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, the, you know, the cowardly shit heel is named Trevor, of course. Damn. <laughs> but, yeah, so he goes to his party, and he's got, like, yeah, this big party going on, and they're all taking drugs. And that's where he meets Olga Kurilenko. Who's, what hell of a movie? What the last scene in other movies? She's been in a couple. Uh, well, I mean, she's been in several. Um, she's in Bond's movie. Was she in James? She was in the James Bond movie with um, Pierce Bronson, right? No, with uh, Daniel Craig. It was not not Casino Royale. Oh, one it was after, after it. that. Solace. Uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Yes. Right. Uh, so here's the thing. She was also in Hitman, the first Hitman. That's right. The original Hitman. That's right. That's right. Um, she's been in some other movies. She was in that one movie with uh, um, Tom Cruise, where he was Vanilla Sky. No, the one where he was like the clone or something like that. It oh, like I know a, what you're talking it was about. That sci-fi one, Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. I think, I think is it was Oblivion. One. Yeah. Um. In any case, what what I find funny is that I like Kur- Olga Kurilenko. I think she's really sexy. I yeah, think she, she, you know, yeah. and she looks good in that you know that red dress. And what's funny is that she's always in these movies. She was in a James Bond movie. She was in Hitman movie as like the prostitute, and you know now she's in this movie trying to like you know seduce Max Payne. She cannot, for the life of her, get laid in movies. She cannot. <laughs> she I don't know how this beautiful woman is unable to get laid. Not even in a fucking James Bond movie where she's the main Bond girl. Oh, that's right, man. <laughs> she's like the only Bond girl who never sleeps with James Bond. <laughs> wow. You know, she's in the movie called The Courier. Mm-hmm. That's on Hulu. Right. Yeah, I, I'm about to watch that. But, but yeah, man, you're right. You know, right. she's all sexed up and everything, and, uh, and don't get laid. <laughs> right, exactly. So apparently, she's been on this, you know, this drug or whatever. Um, Valkyrie, Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, we don't really learn about that later. But yeah. there's this blue drug that the the junkies in the subway were taking, right. and you see her take some. You know, she had been talking, it sidling up to Max. You know, being like, "Hey, you're new here," yeah. and blah blah blah. And then, of course, her sister shows up at the party, which is um, who's Mila, Mila Kunis, Kunis, which. Yeah. Totally miscast. I mean, it's just laughable. She's like, she's playing like a mafioso hitman or something like that. And it's oh, like, daughter of a hitman. Right. Mom, it's mom. like, this is the same girl from that 70s show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. Yeah. She's like a Russian hit, uh, you know, mafioso or whatever. Yeah. From you know, the 70s show. That's right. Yeah. So it's just like, mm, she, this doesn't really fit. Um, but then, so she leaves her alone. And then Olga Kurilenko goes, goes home with Max Payne. And then she, you know, she tries to seduce him. And then she says, you know, she I'll can tell, in. right. She can tell that, you know, he's, he's been dumped or he's lost somebody or whatever. She's just like, you know, I can pretend to be her. You can call me her name or whatever, yeah, which did. of course pisses him off because of course she was murdered and that's his, you know, um, so he throws her out and then she's walking in the, in the alleyway. And then all of a sudden she starts seeing these flying winged creatures. And she's like, no, no, not yet. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then we also see this guy who was at the the party. Yeah, his name um, is Jack. He played the character Jack Lupino. Lupino, yeah. Yeah, um, I can't pronounce his. So he was real there. Name. Yeah, and he's got like wings, like the yeah these wings on. Tat- Everybody's got like wing tattoos. Right. So he had these wing tattoos on his face and on his arms, and and so yeah, he's got like this machete, and he's standing on the roof, and I guess. Yeah, he hacks her to pieces. Prison, prison break. He was in prison break. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't recognize him in prison break. I like the first thing. All of that was bullshit. <laughs> right. But, yeah, but um, I'm going to talk about that character, too. Right. So then so then she gets murdered, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. She got killed. I knew she was going to be, but I was like, well, this movie just went downhill fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then so um, she had his... Uh, Wallet. She took his wallet, I guess, or somebody took his wallet and planted it there. So it had uh, Max Payne's ID. And then um, 
and then suddenly Donald Logue shows up, like when Max is about to go to work right. at the, the police department. And, you know, he shows up and he's like, Max, hey, you got to come with me. I got to show you something. This and I'm is... like, oh, hey, nice. Donald Logue. Maybe this movie's looking up. And so they go and then they find the hacked body and he identifies who she is, but won't won't expound on how he knows her or anything. It's his former partner. Right. Yeah. And then he gets all pissed off at his partner because he doesn't think his partner tried hard enough to find the murderer of his wife. And, uh... yeah, I guess they had a falling out over that and blah, blah, blah. Then. Um, then the partner like is looking at old case files, you know, looking at her file and looking at the new one and sees the same tattoo on, you know, the junkies that were killed in his house and the the tattoo that Olga Kurilenko's character Natasha had on her arm as well. So he's like, oh, I think these may be related. He's like, Max, uh, he tries to call house. him. He gets, yeah, he gets his voicemail. Yeah. He's like, I'll meet you at your apartment, you know, meet me there or whatever. So then, of course, Max shows up at his house and finds... And finds Donald Logue dead. And I was like, man, not, move, not you fucking killed Donald Logue movie? What the fuck? <laughs> what are yeah. you doing to me here? He didn't, he didn't last long. Right. So his head got chopped off, or, you know, and so. So he was in the movie for like, Right. And so some, some guy beats the shit out of Max yeah. and, you know, Max ends up in the hospital. And yeah, this so is when we meet um, Bo Bridges, who plays BB, which. At first, I was like, BB? I mean, his initials are BB, played by Bo Bridges. That's yep, like on awesome. the nose. But it turns out the character is actually named BB in the game. BB so, Hensley. That's the name, BB Hensley. Right. So he apparently was an old partner of Max's father, and now he works at head of security, security at Aesir. Was it Aesir? I think it's the company, a, I think, yeah, is called Aesir or something like yeah. that. Um, which we'll find out later yeah. is the ones who manufacture this drug, Valkyr. Valkyr, yeah. Um, but so he's now headed security there. And so, you know, he seems like the the fatherly sort to, you know, uh, to Max Payne, who you're instantly like, this guy's the murderer. Yeah, right. He's, he's shifty. <laughs> like, he's very shifty. Well, I mean, well, he's no, he comes across as really nice and yeah. kind hearted and he's trying to help him out and everything like that. So but you're immediately like, this guy's totally the murderer. He's too nice. He's too helpful. He's what you know that you know how these yeah, you know how these Hollywood scripts yeah, work. Do, He's going to be the bad. That's guy. obvious. You right. bad guy. And so, so I actually had a note that you know you'll notice throughout the movie every now and then, like he shows up to the club and then oh, yeah. you know Max Payne's in the back alley, like he's going, following him. And yeah, shit. he's going, oh god, something like this, and blah blah blah, and then won't ex- won't say any more about it, and then just like ditches him and walks away. <laughs> And then later, he, like, meets up with him at a cafe, says something to him real quick, and then leaves. And so I was like, if I didn't know this guy was the murderer, I'd feel sorry for him for being called out constantly just for one minute to be yelled at by Max and then then ditched. Yeah, right. (laughs) Because Max is just kind of an asshole. Yeah. He's He's just a moody asshole. He's not a good detective at all. I mean, all all of the characters in this movie were assholes. assholes. I mean, none of them were, like, no redeeming quality whatsoever. But you know, after um, his friend, I mean, after his friend died, what's his name again? Donald um, Donald Logue, but Donald he played Logue. Alex, Alex something. So he gets, uh, he goes to his um, his widow's wife, his widow's um, funeral. I mean, to the funeral. He goes to the funeral, funeral. to pay his respects. Yeah, this is my question. And of course, well, of course, he's the because he's Donald the Logue was found dead, dead in his apartment. He's, he's the, the primary suspect. suspect. Yeah. So of course, all the you know the police department and everything and. Yeah, and he he said he gonna pay his respects with the um, BB. Say no, you don't need to go. So he went on anyway, and he gets to the house. Everybody standing him down like, oh, what, what the fuck? Yeah, he's what doing the fuck here? you doing here? Like, then he gets to uh, BB, not BBs, but he gets to his partner's wife and who it is, Nelly Furtado. I like really. Nelly Furtado. Was that Nelly Furtado? Yes, it was. Oh, man. Yeah, I knew was. she looked, I looked familiar. I'm used to her having short hair at the time. Right. Really short. She was 
And then... Oh, God. Promiscuous girl. But no, she just had like a remix of that. Well, she did. She had some remix that was a Nelly Furtado remix. But all the remix was was her going... Nelly Furtado remix. It's like, what? Yo, so they cast her as the... Yeah, they cast her as the widow, man. I'm like, wow. And and she tried to do it with tears. They made you can't make tears. No, but yeah, so she slaps Max and is like, Yeah. Um she slaps Max and says, you know, he she tried to do right by you and you just kept blaming him for it. So like, I hope you're happy now, type thing, you know. And yeah. says, Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, that was it. And get the fuck out. And then that way he did, he got the fuck out. <laughs> so I said, you cast her as a widow. I mean, she tried to do fake tears. Like, nah, she's not a good actress at all. At all. I said, man, you should have got uh, somebody else, man. But hey, somebody got to do something, right? So the rest of the acting in this movie isn't great either. Oh, man. I mean, you know, like I said, Mila Kunis is just laughable. It's like, I, I can't take her seriously as somebody who's threatening. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, um, Mac- Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg is just so blank and expressionless he just like i said he just comes off as moody and we know he's been in better movies right but you know it's like there's the one scene where he has the flashback later where he should they show what happened to his family and he comes in and you know shoots the guys in the hallway and goes in and then he finds his wife and his daughter dead or his baby dead and then he just kind of like stands there (laughs) and he's like yeah you know and the movie uh, the music is just like very like cliche and loud and you're just like this is a little too over the top and it doesn't help that mark Wahlberg is just standing there like a piece of wood when he's supposed to you're supposed to get the idea that he's like shocked and he's like what do i do now my whole life is over uh but i mean he just it just looks like he's staring blankly at nothing and they linger on that for a long time it's like yeah he he does not emote very well at all it's pretty it's pretty awful and he's like that through most of the movie he really is man he really is it was not all the acting was terrible it was it was very wooden performances really man should damn yeah. The winners was the um, the demons in the Valkyries. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Donald Logue was good. Bo Bridges was good for the most, most part. Hard. But I mean, it, they were in they were in thankless roles and oh my, you know, and a, bet, sh- a shitty script, dude. So when he goes back to the precinct, right, and all of a sudden he gets a uh, um was it Internal Affairs, and this detective is ludicrous, man. Yeah, and the detective's ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah. I mean, oh god. And then his acting. Right. Oh, was, and that was the thing that I was saying. Yeah, it was like. It, I have a note here. It's like, man, all of these characters are assholes just yelling yeah. at each other. You know, yeah. Max especially. It's like, so Max goes in there and the, the internal affairs guy is instantly like yelling at him. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, that's not how you're going to get him to open up to you by, you know, yelling at him and calling him an asshole. And, Lula- and then Max is calling him an asshole <laughs> and just storms out of the office. And it's like. And he was, and we the acting he was trying really hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I give Ludacris credit. Try, yeah. he, he tried, he you tried, know, but man. you know he's not a great actor to begin with. No, but he was giving it his all. You yeah, know. he did. Good and for him. Yeah, he was. You're right. They were screaming at each other. I mean, everybody was damn loud. Right. There's no respect. You know what I'm saying? So he got to turn affairs up his ass and everything like that. Now he's trying to find out who killed his partner, the same people who killed his wife. Now he's trying to search. Right. And um. So I think I don't remember why, but he, I think he teams up with Mila Kunis. Right after she beats after the, she beat beats him a couple times, yeah, because she thinks he killed her her uh, sister. sister. Uh, but then he's like, you know, uh, I didn't kill her. If I had, do you think as a cop I would have left my fucking ID right there? Duh. You know. Um, so then they go. 
I don't remember why why they end up at like that their warehouse that, with their guy. They had to ask for information, right? To ask for information, and there's yeah, some guy just like freaking the fuck out in his room, yeah. screaming, um, and he's obviously taking a drug and he's hallucinating. So this was actually a cool scene though. This yeah. was like one of the they show it in the trailer, but this is like one of the first really cool scenes of this movie, and it was actually the cinematography and the way it was set up and, you know, uh, storyboarded was really good. Right. So you got this guy screaming and you're like, Oh, he's like, they're everywhere. And you know, so he's obviously seeing the demons. And then, so you see just in the normal room and you have, you know, Max and Mona is is Mila Kunis's character on one side. And he's there kind of by the wall. And for some reason, the, you know, by the window, the window is broken out. And for some reason, part of the floor the, or the yeah, wall, like gone. down below the, the window is gone for some reason. I mean, it makes it easier for the next scene. You'll understand. But then he's kind of like moving backwards towards the window. And then all of a sudden he like falls out, like he's jumping out or something like that. But the camera is kind of sideways. And so you see everybody in the room. That's right. And it then was. it pans like and then it goes through the wall to the outside and as you look outside suddenly there's this winged demon who grabs the guy by his shoulders and just like pulls him out the window and then lets him drop and that's a really cool scene because it's yeah, like it on the inside of the on the inside of the building you don't see the demons they don't see the demons but on the outside it's like the demon is pulling him and so it almost makes you question are the demons really there or is yeah. it just a hallucination it's you know um and as we go along, I think what you start to realize is that I don't really think the demons are actually there. I think it's part of the drug. But if you'll notice, the demons are kind of like, I mean, well, then they go to a, um, a tattoo parlor. And then this is where a lot of the Norse, Norse mythology, mythology stuff right. comes in. So he's got so the tattoo dealer, because they're asking him, you know, this About tattoo the with the wings. What is what's the deal with them? And he's like, oh, you know, it's uh, for the Valkyries. The and, yeah. Which. You know, in Norse mythology, Valkyries technically they take the warriors from the battlefield who have died and take them to Valhalla, which to, is the heaven they were for. Right to be Ein Heriar, yeah. who then are going to fight in the apocalypse called Ragnarok. Ragnarok yeah. um, that's the idea. So they take warriors who are worthy from the battlefield when they die, and they'll only take you know warriors who have died on the battlefield. They don't just take people who's die in their sleep and shit. Right. You get So it's um so the idea that they take, you know, they take dead people is kind of in behind this. And so I think what what they've shown is that you'll notice when somebody's about to die, yeah. they start closing, closing in. in. Yeah, they do. And then what what I noticed is that if the person does not die, they back off. Which or that it on. clears out, they're suddenly, suddenly gone. gone. So you'll yeah. see it's yeah. you see that more later, especially with Max. Max yeah. But that's like the, the harbingers of death, essentially, is what they are in this. Right. And you know, and so if you do end up dying, they end up getting you. They right. take you. Um, of course, what's weird is that if these are supposed to be Valkyries taking people, I mean, one Valkyries are like you know, female warriors of light is what they look like. They're these right. are like, the, these are like know, these dark no, demons, demons that are probably male that's or you my know, other whatever. Question. Which is just kind of weird. That's my other question, um, man. But also, if they're just taking random drug dealers or drug take, you know, junkies, <laughs> these aren't exactly like warriors of the battlefield who are going to fight Ragnarok. I mean, right. That kind of made no sense. Because my question was like, like you said, they didn't look like the Valkyrie that we know of. Right. And I said in one of my questions, why the hallucination look like more like 
fallen angels and demons. Right. That was my big question. Like, wow, they're supposed to be right, and that's never really explained. And yeah, like I said, why are they taking, taking junkies, junkies instead of actual like you know <laughs> warriors? Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's just kind of weird. It's so weird. yeah, I mean, that's why it's just it's mostly just a hallucination, a side effect of the drug, really. Yeah, they was um, they was taking on drugs, was drinking it like crazy, right? Man. But yeah, they play up the Norse mythology, <laughs> which is funny. I do have a note about when they're talking to the tattoo artist, and then I'm like. The tattoo artist has a Norse mythology book just sitting on his counter. <laughs> it's like right there. Oh, let me look this up and show you a picture of a Valkyrie. Yeah, right? That's weird. Like, dude. I just happen to have that right here. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> it's so shit. Yo, so. Um, it's like they couldn't come up with a better way to like go into this Norse mythology shit. Way. It's like, let's just ask the tattoo artist. Now, He'll we're, explain. Now, we're going back to um, Lapino, the guy with the, the wings on his face. Right. He killed um, Olga. What's her name? In the, um, Natasha, Natasha is the character. character. She killed. He killed her. He chopped up all pieces. Right. Right. I have a question. Uh huh. Why he's all fucking sweaty all the fucking time? Well, because he's always <laughs> he's always on the drug. But man, I guess dude. heats him up. Because you'll notice he also stands out in the freezing cold with, with no shirt, no shirt on. on. Right. Like, you know, dude, with he's... his with his metal machete against his skin. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. and. Which, which is a question I have later, as you know, is that after Max gets out of that frozen water that we saw him in at the beginning, yeah. he instantly takes two. two bottles of the drugs that were planted on him um, by BB, of course, because guess what? BB was the bad guy. <laughs> Surprise! Um, <yeah. laughs> but the instant, in order to avoid hypo- hypothermia, the first thing he does is down those things. Are drugs known to cu- to cure? I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the science here, but I'm like, do drugs cure or you know help stave off hypothermia? <laughs> no, man. All he did he started loosening the. That's instantly what he does. And I mean, like he knows this is gonna do it. And it gave him. The, I guess it gave him some adrenaline. I guess. I I guess. I mean, because the way that the whole scene started, the whole city was on fucking fire. Right. The whole city turns on fire, and yeah, and we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that later, because um, yeah, I do want to touch on that. But yeah, so you know, we had the North mythology guy, and then of course he's, you know, now he starts putting stuff together, um, and then. Uh, Let's see, then we have the flashback. Okay, so then he goes to, or then he realizes, yeah, then he realizes that um, when he looks at the company name, which, by the way, his wife used to work for, for the, the company, company Aesir. That's right. So he looks at the logo and he realizes, hey, on top of the lo- the Aesir logo, there's, there's like the, the Valkyrie wings. Yeah. So he's like, oh, putting this all together now. Finally. Right. So then he goes and he asks BB about it. Um, and this is the scene where he went to the cafe and met with him for one, one minute. minute. He's like, yeah. what is it about that design? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck you. You didn't, you can't tell me I'm leaving you. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, right. And then he goes and he confronts, um, Chris O'Donnell's character, oh, Jason right. Colvin, yeah, right. who we know is up to some shady thing. Cause he's talking to the CEO of the company. I got a question. Um, some lady. Too. I can't remember her name offhand now. Um, but he shows her the Lupino file or whatever, oh, Nicole, and she's like, is this Nicole a threat? Horn. Or, yeah, Nicole Horn, Horn yeah. yeah. Is this a threat or something? You know, deal with it or whatever. So he goes up to his office, and then um, Max Payne is there and is like, you know, hey, you know, can you tell me what my wife was working on three years ago? Yeah. And he's like, you know, obviously he's very shifty about it and clearly suspicious. And he's like, 
uh, yeah, well, no, we we wouldn't keep records like that. You know, we have to clear <laughs> records out every now and then. Uh, uh, you know, so there's no way of knowing. And he's like, you can't look it up on the computer or anything. It's like, nope, sorry, man, I can't help you. Um, and then you know, then Max Payne just starts beating the shit out of him. Did he? I mean, like, oh, first of seriously, all, clocking first, him in the face. First of all, those, that's your daughter. I'm like, oh, he, oh yeah. yeah so it's like he's yeah, he's, he's, checking out the pictures and stuff. Yeah, like he's that. like, yeah, she's three years yeah. old, and he's like, you know. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's man. almost threatening. Yeah. It's like, you just lost your own daughter, you know. Yeah. So I don't know why and, you're threatening and, him. And he's being a little crap. Right, so he's beating the shit out of him, which I'm like, is that's not the way to go about getting information from somebody. Just beat the crap out of him. Well, his, well, his uh, assistant like, is right outside the door, clearly <laughs> hearing all this and calling security. And, and, the, and, and, and everybody and, can hear the guy screaming as you're beating the shit out. Why he's beating the shit out of this guy, ludicrous. Detective, well, I don't know his name. His character is right. downstairs. Waiting. So he's downstairs waiting because he wants to talk to, yeah, to um, BB. Uh, yeah, to B. I think to BB. BB yeah. yeah. So he's got um, security. So right. Yeah. So he wanted to talk to him while upstairs. Max Payne right. is well known as guy. So then they call security, which you know yeah. BB is head of security. So he's like, "Don't worry, I'll take care of it." Oh, he did. Um, and so then, yeah, SWAT team starts coming in, and then finally, Jason Colvin, you know, Chris O'Donnell's character, is like. Dude, you got to protect me and I'll tell you everything, yeah. you know, and it's so it's basically like, you know, everything is in that file right there. And yeah, so essentially his his wife was working on something. She discovered this program that was basically they were creating a drug for, for soldiers, soldiers yeah. that was supposed to, like, make them stronger, fearless, you know, kind of like, you know, a little bit more a little aggressive. aggressive, yeah. You know, the, the perfect whole, soldier. Right. The whole, you know, Jacob's Ladder scenario yeah. shit that they're doing. Yeah. They're trying to create a perfect soldier who, you know, doesn't have any fear and, you know, is stronger and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but of course, it turns out that 99% of the candidates that they did this on went crazy. Right. Um, and we're seeing demons and shit. And, you know, it only really worked on like 1%. And it turns out Lupino Pino was one 1%. of those 1%, right. you know, where he didn't feel any side effects and he felt stronger. But, Lupino is still pretty fucking psycho. So <laughs> yeah. obviously the long-term effects of this drug did not help him out. Nah. Uh, but he was one of the test subjects. Um, so then he's like, if you get me out of here, you know, I'll, I'll help you and blah, blah, blah. So as he's dragging him out, the whole SWAT team shows up. But it turns out no. it's not really SWAT. It's they're dressed as SWAT, but they're really BB's security, security team. Yeah. And they instantly shoot Colvin. Yep. Um, and then they go to try and shoot Max Payne and he manages to escape. And then Ludacris is like, what the fuck's going on? Right. You know, and he calls and he's like, where's the police? And he's like, wait, those SWAT people aren't police. Well, then get the fucking police down here. Nobody's called it in. Yeah. And so, you know, then Max Payne gets away. Ludacris does kind of confront him. But then there's like when they break through the door, they get separated. So he's like to the security. So Ludacris to the security guys. Nice fucking job, guys. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in any case, so now Ludacris is also suspicious of this whole thing. So he's going to start like looking into it and bring the FBI. Which he in, did. Right. Yeah. Which the FBI guy, by the way, I think is the creator of the video game. Oh, really? Yeah, in a cameo. Which I also found funny because if you watched the whole scene, it's like Ludacris kept telling the FBI what they were going to do. We need to get people up in that building or whatever. And the FBI is like, yes, let's do that. Let's move. It's like, why is internal affairs in charge of the FBI agent? Shouldn't it be the other way around, the jurisdiction? Here? What was the creator name again? Uh, I don't remember. Um. <laughs> yeah, so he was running the show. Luda was. So, um. Then of the crazy, I mean, when Luda said he brought the FBI into it and everything, 
all of a sudden you see the other guy, the little sneaky. Oh, no, no, no. It's not the guy who created it. That's right. It's the guy who voiced Max Payne in the video game. Oh, okay. James McCaffrey. Oh, okay. okay. He plays the FBI agent. And the other guy called and said, yo, the FBI is here. I'm like, you snitch. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah. So then I think then. uh, Yeah. Then then he's going after BB. Right. He goes after BB. But BB basically. Oh, no, wait. He goes to Ragnarok, the club. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Which was interesting is like when they mentioned that it was like the club is called Ragnarok, but then you actually see Lupino on the roof and like there's the, the sign, the neon sign yeah. for Ragnarok, but it's like rag. And then it, there's a couple letters in between that are, um, that the lights have gone out. So the only lights that are still on say rag, nah, rock. Yeah. But then I was looking at it real quick and maybe I read it wrong, but basically it said rag Lana Brock. <laughs> That was the actual original word. Oh. And it's like, what the fuck is Raglana bra? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was a little weird. But in any case, so he goes to this club and um, and that's where that's where he gets in the shootout. And he finds like all the drugs that they're manufacturing this um, that called back here. And then that's where we get the bullet time with the, uh, the shotgun, shotgun we already talked about. And boy. When he used that shotgun, they were they bodies were flying. I mean, it they, was pretty cool when yeah he would shoot them and they just yeah, and they was flying. And the bodies and would just yeah fly. Like they, like they put the um the harness on them and right yeah them. the strings and pulled them yeah yeah I like damn, so yeah so he get the chance to um fight Lupino. So then he starts fighting Lupino and then yeah Lupino is about to like kick his ass yeah and then all of a sudden Lupino gets shot and it turns out it's BB. Yeah, and yep. his partner—I don't remember that. Hey, guy's but you name. know what? His partner said, "Why you waste your time, BB?" He, you know, when right. he had Max, he said, "Tony told Max what was going on," and his partner said, "Why are you really wasting time? Let's kill him." Right. And, well, and then that's his the partner old, wants to kill him like immediately. Yeah. Um, but this is the old cliche. Well, he knocks him out first, yeah. um, and then he wants to kill him, and he's like, "No, let's not do it here." Yeah. And it's like, why not here? It's like, why did I mean? You could have killed Lupino and killed him there as well, and just. Been like, whoop, they killed each other. <laughs> so really, man, so yeah, why? That's, the, exactly. that's that villain it's, dialogue bullshit. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, you know, the screenplay has to give the hero a chance. You know? Yeah, I'm like, okay, man. It's but, like kind of like John Wick. As much oh, as I love John Wick, there's that scene where he gets captured and they're torturing him in the church or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like you could just kill him right there. Yeah. But of course you don't. So then he gets away and he then yeah, all he ends up fucking you all up. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's Hollywood cliche. Hi, John. Say, yeah, I think I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, then they take him to the, um, take him to the, uh, the docks where yeah. you know it's co- it's cold outside. It's been snowing this entire man. Time. This whole entire man. This was another question, dude. Would it ever stop snowing in that damn city, bro? No. Well, apparently in the game it has something to do with like a really terrible blizzard. Oh, okay. So yeah, but it's just snowing all the time. It's never really a blizzard in the movie. It's yeah, just yeah. snow everywhere. Um, so then yeah, he goes. Then BB goes through his whole spiel about you know, uh, um, Max Payne's wife had caught. Uh, had figured out what was going on. And so he had to like quiet her. And so then he went to the house with these, you know, the two junkies and, you know, the, then when he killed her or whatever, that's when he realized 
you know, it, that's when he basically realized he was a sociopath and it, that he enjoyed yeah. it. And he should have been doing this shit his whole life, killing people. So then, and then he was like, yeah. And then I enjoyed doing it to the baby right afterwards. Oh, and you're uh, like, wow. okay. Yeah, yeah, this and is... he's saying this all with just a straight face. And you're like, eh, okay, well, kind of fucked up, but okay. <clears throat> so apparently the guy who seems like he's been the nicest guy the whole time is this really is like so the sick. nastiest motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, so then Max manages to get away. So yeah, they've, they basically said, yeah, we've been running this whole drug thing the whole time. It's been us. And, you know, uh, he murdered his wife and kid. Kids, right. Um, and then they do that really quick flashback, which I don't know if this is supposed to be like Max is suddenly recalling, oh, I noticed this. Or if it's just they're trying to show that it was BB at the scene. Because in the scene when he comes into the room and he finds his wife dead on the bed and then there's the baby crib over by the, the window. Yeah. And there's a mobile that has mirrors on right. it, like above the, the baby's crib. And, you know, we see the guy jumping out of the window. You don't really see anything. But wow. then in this scene, real quick, they show that in the mirror of the mobile, you see Bo Bridges' face. Yeah, how and you're the like, hell? Right. So it's like, is he suddenly recalling, oh, it was BB, motherfucker. It's <laughs> like, how do you recall that three and a half years later from a quick glance if you didn't know? So I don't know if they were just trying to show us that or if that was actually Max recalling. I think they trying to show us that. I don't think, so, I think it was trying to show right. us. So it just wasn't. I don't want to make no damn yeah, sense. Yeah, it wasn't very clear. But yeah, that's, that was ridiculous. But he manages to like, you know, he punches each of them and then manages to run away and for some reason he runs right towards the end of the dock and jumps into the frozen fucking river um yeah right and so then he's like you know getting cold and starts to drown and now we're back to the beginning of the movie movie. where yeah he was sinking down yeah um then he sees his wife right yeah and then yeah he he does the whole uh, of course this was pre-deadpool 2 but it's that whole thing where you know suddenly he sees her in the room and you know everything's like brightly lit or whatever and then he's like i'm gonna join you guys um and then she's like not, not yet, not, Max. Not, not, not. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he wakes up <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he swims to the surface and manages to get to the uh, the, the, the thing. The and I actually, um, uh, I did have a note on this. Oh yeah, oh, that, man, you got that. That's a long notebook, man. <laughs> that's a long. Okay, notebook. so so I made a note. And I was like, oh, he swims in bullet time too. Oh no, wait, it's just he's really <laughs> fucking <laughs> slow at swimming. <laughs> yeah, too many clothes on, man. <laughs> right. So then he swims to the surface, and like I said, the first thing he does is he downs those two bottles of the drug. Right. And then, yeah. And then this is where the visual effects get kind of cool, because it's like the whole fucking city behind him just turns on fire, and there's, like, embers floating in the air. And you see the demons swirling Right, and the demons start swirling. It's pretty fucking cool. And you're like, this is going to be awesome. Ten or 15 minutes later... You know, it's like the next 10 or 15 minutes, you don't see any of that shit. No, <laughs> he's on a rampage. Right. So that, well, you think it's going to be a rampage, Major. but then it takes 10 or 15 minutes for him to get to the building yeah. <laughs> and, you know, get to the next part and blah, blah, blah. So then, um, so then he gets to the building and BB is then trying to escape, but it turns out he's now in the, 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 the parking lot. Night. Yeah. So he shoots all of the guys around BB. He's a- but he's alive. Yeah, he's, he's alive. alive. <laughs> and so then BB and his, you know, his partner guy managed to get back in the elevator and go upstairs. And BB's like, I'm going up to the rooftop here. Take some C4 and, and you know, blow up the thing or, you know, to, so he can't get to the rooftop. And then he calls and then BB calls Nicole Horn to get a, bring a helicopter. helicopter. And she just ignores his fucking ass. <laughs> I got a question on that one. OK, now, you know, he's calling her. I need help. I need a helicopter. This and that. And she said, uh, and she kind of ignored him all the way. Right. She's now, like, she's, well, this was your operation. It's your fucking problem. But she's accessory. Well, yeah. And that, that's the thing. 
and at the end, she got away. Right. This, this is one, what, yeah, where none one, of it really makes sense. They make sense. Yeah. She got away. Right. We'll talk so about that when we, at the very mm-hmm. end. But yes. Um, so yeah, she just ignores it. So she's never sending the fucking helicopter. No. So he's just standing like a dumbass on the roof. You screw. Right. So Max Payne is going up and he's, you know, trying to, and so he's shooting all these guys. And meanwhile, <laughs> he's like in this, vi- you know, burning vision mode and just, you're, and they even managed to shoot him a couple times. Like he takes he, a he full shotgun the blast in the, the, yeah, side. In the side. And he's like, Oh, I think I'm okay. <laughs> um, and then, and then there is that cool scene where it's like, you know, they've, they've shot him and now he's like slumped down yeah. to his knees and you're like, okay, he's screaming. He's, he's in pain. Yeah. He's about to die yeah. or whatever. And you, this is where you see all the, um, like the roof of the building just kind of blows off. And so you see the fiery sky and you see these uh, demons flying around him and they're starting to get close. You know, they come in through the windows and they're about, they're creeping up on him. And there's like one of the guards or whatever is coming up with a gun. I don't know why he had to walk up to the guy and just didn't shoot him from a distance. Probably the bad shot, man. Maybe he is. He's like, yeah, I can only hit at point blank range. Yeah. Right. So he's coming close. He's going to like, you know, shoot him in the head. But then, of course, Mona shows oh, up yeah. from, you know, in the elevator and <laughs> shoots him. And, you know, all of a sudden and now. So now he's fine. And all of a sudden, the you know, the, the, demons, the demons disappear. They they fly away. So Max gets up and he's like, all right, let's go. And she's like, I'll hold him off as best I can. You go after BB. So he goes and then, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, so he shoots, I think, a couple more people, and she's shooting a, a few more people. But she gets uh, to um, BB's friend. Right, and she gets to the BB's fr- friend with the C4, and so she manages to shoot him. Yeah. Um, but then some more guards show up, so she has to, like, duck back and get in the elevator. And then as she's, like, in the elevator, that's when he sets off the C4, mm-hmm. which blows up the whole, you know, top of the building. And then that's kind of the last you see of her. Yeah, that's um, it. And then... Yeah, the building goes off, and then uh, I, I don't even. After that, he, he. I don't remember how Max gets up, up to, to the, the roof. top. Yeah, he got to the top of but the roof. He, he gets up to the top of the roof, and then BB shoots him like twice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we get like bullet time where, yes. you know, he's got the gun, and well, BB's kind of trying to stall him, like, you know, you'll never know. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, he doesn't say that, but that's what his moody as <laughs> yeah. fuck face says. And he just sh- shoots him in bullet time through the heart. And then BB dies. He gave him a dirty Harry look. Right. (laughs) BB dies. And then he walks over to the edge of the building. And then, you know, since he's been shot and stuff, he like gets down on his knees and it's like, he's going to die. And then it goes into the, the thing again where his wife and kid are in the bedroom and they're like, you know, Hey, come join us. And then all of a sudden she's like, not yet, Max. (laughs) And then of course, you know, he comes again and then all the SWAT team gets up there and they're like, we got him. He's fine. We got Max. And then that's how it ends. And I was like, that was it. that was a shitty end. <laughs> and back to the CEO. But then there is a post-credit scene. I missed that. Oh, you didn't see the? No, you must have. The post-credit scene where he goes into the the cafe. I um, didn't see that. Oh, okay. Well, so he goes into the cafe, uh, and then, um, and then you know he gets a beer from the guy. He's like, "Hey, nice to see you back again, Max." Right. And then he gives him a second beer, and then kind of nods over to one of the booths. So he walks with the beers over, and there's Mila Kunis. And so he gives her the beer and none of them either even talk in the entire scene. But then she like turns a newspaper towards him and it shows the CEO stocks get, you know, go up in value and shit like that, which basically says, you know, Nicole Horn got away with it and, you know, and got rich off of it, too. And and so then they're both like nodding at each other and you're like. (laughs) Sequel material, baby. We're going after Nicole Horn. (laughs) And then that's where the movie ends. Uh But it's like, yeah, that sequel's not happening. Oh, my God. 
but yeah, it was just, it was just dumb. Yeah, I, I started watching it. That's it, Mike. I'm good. I'm good on that, man. So, I do want to say the you know the the scene where he takes the drug and you see things from his perspective with the demons and the fire sky and everything. I mean, the visuals on that were really fucking cool. Any, any of the visual with the demons were pretty cool, right? And I remember seeing those scenes on, on the, the plane yeah. and in the trailer, Me but too. on the plane, and that was what I was like. This I want to see. I want to see how it all fits in the context. Right. But now as I was watching the movie, I was like, it feels like it was only three minutes worth of that. You know, it wasn't even like the whole fight sequence. It was really the fight itself, you know, where he's going through the building and shooting people was very short. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't that much. He shot a couple people and then we saw like the things coming and then they flew away. And then that's pretty much all we saw. It was really cool, but it was... It was so underutilized. It was the opportunity. Right. It's like that was the that was the hook was of the this hook. movie. Yeah. And you blew it. You know. But I will give it credit. That was the cool part of the movie. Unfortunately, yeah, that was the agree. only cool part I, of the movie. I kinda agree with you on that one, man. I really do agree with that one. So, Trevor, any more questions you got yourself with this movie? Because I, I mean I'm gonna give you I'm gonna get a rating to uh, one through ten. Uh, I'm trying to see, let's see if if I, there are any of my notes that I didn't because yeah, um, I'm looking, guys. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of notes. I had like three pages worth of notes. Ooh, wee, man. So, well, I had like everyone keeps going on about how dangerous Max is, but I mean, I, he just comes across as a moody shit. He doesn't really come across as dangerous or anything. Yeah, like he just comes across as moody asshole. And most who, of the time, he gets his ass beat and gets shot up. Right, exactly. Um, but then Wait, I also much. had. Uh, um, but then I, I did have later. Oh. Yeah, I think it was on the first page where it was like, everyone keeps a- acting like, you know, he just lost his wife. Like, oh, leave him alone, man. He lost his wife. But that it was, was three and a half ago. years ago. <laughs> it's like if this guy is still carrying it around like it just happened yesterday. I mean, maybe he's the one who has the problem, not you. He needs help. He needs <laughs> right. <some> help. <laughs> but he's not going to get help. He's just decided to close himself off from the world and it. Yeah, so he doesn't come across as a very sympathetic character. No, he and it, Mark Wahlberg doesn't play him very well. He's just very wooden and moody. So you know, you don't really kind of let care for the guy. I mean, it's not that you hate him; you just kind of don't give a fuck. No, you know, you can't get invested in what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, I think that was that was most of my notes. Um, yeah, okay, you got so, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I had like, you know, are we supposed to believe that Max recalls, okay, that was the BB's face in the mirror. And it's like, also, why did they wait three years to kill Max, knowing he was relentless in hunting down Michelle's killer? Michelle is his wife. It's like, you know, couldn't they have just made it look like a suicide immediately after? Because that's what they try and do when they throw him in the river. They're like, you know, oh, well, you know, people will believe it's just a suicide with everything that's going on. It's like. Well, if you knew he was hunting you down and being relentless and being an aggressive fuck, why didn't you just pretend he had a suicide years ago? <laughs> yeah, why'd you let it out. get this far so he ruined your entire operation? Yeah, they ain't thinking so, at all about that, man. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, the movie was just stupid. It wasn't good. It, you know, it deviated a lot from the game, which yeah made the creator of the game unhappy. You know, and he was like, mm, "What the fuck is this?" Um, yeah right so yeah and it was just terribly miscast um poorly acted um some of the visuals were kind of cool but i mean i agree with you with the 100 of what you just said and like you said i like the visuals of the time when they saw the demons 
you know, that it could have been more action in it. You know, that there's a missed yeah, opportunity it, in there, man. It felt like it was, yeah, way too much detective work for a guy yeah. who is not really a, a, a detective. I mean, he's he's kind of a detective in the game, but yeah. it's like, yeah, he doesn't really act like a detective in the movie. So it's he mostly just goes and finds people and just like smacks them around and says, hey, <laughs> tell me stuff. <laughs> I mean, tell him I beat the shit right. out of he you. Just, yeah, he yells at people like directly to their face and then <clears throat> smacks them around. And that's pretty much all he does in this movie. Well, for me, guys, um, Trevor... I'm going to give it a rating from uh, between 1 and 10. I'm going to give it a rating of 4. Uh, yeah, I, I I was going to say, I think I gave a shittier movie a 3. But so I, I think I'll give this I'll one a, a 4. four. I'll give it a 4. You know, uh, primarily because of the visuals of the that's, demons that's, and stuff. That's at least of a saving grace, I believe. But, right. Yeah, but, but yeah, the rest of the movie just was, yeah, it just didn't live up to its potential. It was it was just not good. I'm going to write that down. Four. Sonic was eight, I said. I think I gave Sonic a nine. nine. I think we both did. I'm going to have to listen to it over again. Yeah. But uh, so far, Sonic is the one, the highest one so far. Cause yeah, and Jack. I think Doom I gave like a four. Maybe I gave Doom a three and you gave it a five. Yeah, God, I've watched it many times. So. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, man, I give it a four. And, um, you know, someone's calling me right now. <laughs> but anyway... We give it, give it a four. We um, just revisited Mike's pain, you know, and um, for our um, reviews of movies based on video games. So, Trevor, how can people find you on your um, social media? I am on Twitter at, at Toshiro no Ronin. And you can check me out at JustBeingAmos.com on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Just being